Hey, hey, this is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to bring a better life to you and me. It is Friday, October 12, 2012. And uh, this is the very first taping of the show in front of a live audience, so uh, that's kind of awesome. Give yourselves a hand. Yay! All right, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's actually giving me a hand uh, to prove that there really is an audience here rather than just me doing an elaborate hoax. Um, thank you to the Upstairs Gallery for hosting this. Uh, Alex and Walt are awesome um, and continue to invite me to come and have fun in their space while they do all the work. Uh, thanks to Ben um, for recording tonight. Uh, the guest that I have on the podcast this evening to improvise with um, is one of you. Uh, so um, I, think, uh, I think probably it should be the person that I feel the least bad making feel super awkward. So Sammy to Mimi, if... If you can make your way down the aisle and not have either of your kneecaps explode off, then that would be great. Uh, uh, so I'll be improvising with Sammy Tamimi tonight. Um, yeah. Hey, how you doing? Doing all right. You know, I picked the back corner for a reason. <laughs> yeah, well, we had, we had a conversation before we started taping, and I think I told Walt that I, that you were my pigeon. Oh, and, man. And here we are. So, um, uh, and uh, we'll be improvising to a, a suggestion from one of these guys, which we'll get in a moment. Um, but uh, first, uh, I try and endorse something every week, um, just because there's that whole concept of like we should have things in our lives other than improv, so that we can stay um, like vital human beings that <laughs> think about like things. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, are you reading or listening to anything? Uh, right now? I feel embarrassed to admit this. Uh, well, I, I started taking up ukulele earlier this year just for something for myself to have something outside of improv. Oh yeah, you take a ukulele class with my upstairs neighbor. Oh yeah, that was yeah, really what, weird. Marilyn, what's his name? David. Can I say his last name? Uh, why not? Reinstrom. Uh, David Reinstrom. Yeah, we ran each other. I'm yeah. like, he's like, oh, you do improv? Do you know Joran Gregel? I'm like. Right. I can't even get away from it. And uh, Piero Procaccini was in another class. Uh, I ran into another improviser. And I was like, oh, this is the one thing that's not improv or theater related. And it is. Uh-huh. Uh, but but you, you love it, and so you endorse everyone picking up a ukulele? Something that is creative other than uh -huh. uh, at this point, uh -huh. I, I probably a lot of improvisers in here are like, uh -huh. oh, this is easy. Do something that scares uh -huh. you because now I'm a student again, and I'm realizing, oh, yeah. It's frustrating to be scared uh -huh. and not so know So you're doing. endorsing the concept of becoming a student of something of which you're not already familiar. You're making me sound like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a really good yeah. concept. I'm just trying to force you to endorse something concrete rather than uh, like a uh, idea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say ukulele. That's, yeah, that's absolutely. That's pretty great. Um, okay, so uh, all right, uh, I think that's – all the up top business that we have. So, um, the oh, but what we're gonna do? Uh, this is it. Okay, so this is the totally unplugged version of this. So usually, you know, there's just a shit ton of production and so on <laughs> that goes in. Uh, you can hear the fidelity on the, the podcast for sure. Uh, not trains and cats and fans and stuff. Um, so uh, there's a, we'll do a couple warm ups so that you feel like comfortable like relating to me. Um, that. It would be one, but I don't think that will be helpful. Because what I wanted is you to trust me and focus on me. I okay, do. but I mean, right now. <laughs> okay. So uh, okay, so we're gonna do we're gonna 
gonna do two warm ups. Um, the first one we're gonna do is uh, one, two, three, two, one, two, three, two, one word story. Okay? So I'm gonna say a word, then you'll say a word, then I'll say two, and you say two. The thing that you have to worry about is just saying the same number of words that I say, because I'll, I'll just keep the count, and I will probably fuck up over the course of it. So, like, don't worry about that if it gets confused. Um, this is just about us talking, I guess. All right, all right. All right, so um, let's go with um, the words that came from my mouth were awfully loud and confusing. Of course, I didn't expect to be heard or understood by the teeming mass. Oops, I did four. Okay. <laughs> of people outside my um, window. They were angry <laughs> about the. That was it. That was it, right? <laughs> yeah. That was it. <laughs> I was really into the story. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, so often they dangle like that. It's, uh, it's like a cereal or something. So, mm. Okay, so then the next one we're going to do is we're going to do the word association thing, you uh -huh. know, like where I'll say a word and you say a word back to yeah, yeah. and then we'll go up. And, you know, like we'll just keep doing that. And then at some point in time, I'm going to say the word that you said to me. And then we'll go back down to try and get it back down. Uh, right. Okay, clear? Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, don't worry. It's like I uh, I forget it always at the exact same place. So I, I look at it as an ongoing research project to see how my brain is shaped. <laughs> and I know exactly where the hole is. It's like two-thirds of the way back down with the rest. Um, okay, so uh, why don't we do um, ski lift? Uh, lodge. Um, complaint. <laughs> Customer. Um... Uh, 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 consume. Fat. Uh, uh, lard. <laughs> Cooking. Um, with gas. <laughs> Muppets. Um, Kermit. Miss Piggy. Mm, Frank Oz. Uh, sad. Blue. Green. Um, ever. <laughs> Evanescence. <laughs> um, heavy bass sound. <laughs> uh, dubstep. Um, oh, Shaggy. Ruh -roh. Um, uh, oh, oh, fortune cookie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, lucky culture. numbers. Um, okay, um, lucky number 11. <laughs> uh, JGL. Um, JJG. <laughs> JK Rowling. Um, okay, uh, that's probably enough. JK Rowling. JJG. JGL. Uh, lucky number 11. Um, lucky numbers. A fortune cookie. <laughs> Shaggy. Dubstep. Uh, heavy bass sound. Evanescence. Ever. Green. Blue. Sad. Frank Oz. Miss Piggy. Kermit. Muppets. Oh, fuck. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Two thirds, man. In exactly the same place. Does anybody remember what it was? With gas. Yeah. With, gas. Oh, with gas. Okay, cooking. Cooking. Wait, is that what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, you said. No, wait. Wait. Lard. Fat. Uh, heavy with weight? 
Con- <laughs> consume, consume mer, right? Complaint? Customer complaint? Uh, lodge. A ski lodge. Ski lift. Ski lift. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for your help. That is, uh, just imagine me doing that with somebody by myself. It gets pretty painful. Um, okay, so, uh, all right, great. So what's going to happen is we'll get suggestions, and then we're just going to improvise a scene. Mm-hmm. And then at some point um, over the course of that scene, it feels like it's done. I said, and that's our time. And then... Um, I know I have completely control, and I'm not even looking at a watch or anything. <laughs> 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 so, um, and so, uh, and then, then we'll just talk about it um, for uh, for a short period of time until um, the dog barks. Uh, that's when that's when when the time, time goes off. Uh, but that's a lot to worry about. We'll just improvise for now. Okay. All right. So uh, great. We need a suggestion for the scene. Pantomime. Pantomime. Okay. Great. Pantomime. I didn't want to go through the motions. Um, well, you didn't want to go through the motions. I, I figured it'd just be better to cut the cord right now. Okay. Great. Great news. I mean, it could have been a better time. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. We just moved into a condo. <laughs> a condo. We can, we, can, we can sell it. We can flip Steve. it. Steve. Flip a condo. <laughs> flip a condo. We're going to flip a condo. Marcy, I, I don't know how this works. You yeah, clearly, you don't know how this works because it's like, ooh, yes, we're ready for the next step. Oh, marriage is so 20th century. Let's just buy someplace together where we can live. Then we buy someplace together where we can live. <laughs> we move all of our stuff into it, and then... Uh, You've got oats to sow yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big bag of Steve oats. <laughs> but, huh? I, it's not like that. Oh, no, it isn't? Because I'll tell you one thing. It is a bitter bread. <laughs> that is made from Steve oats. <laughs> a bitter bread, Steve. A bitter bread! <laughs> well, it's better than sleeping in a bitter bed, Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ugh. that's where we are right now. I feel like I'm just I, I just like jab 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 every day, and I'm like, is this is this what I want to be with? There are good times and there are bad times in every single relationship, Steve. And moving is stressful. Okay, if I, I can't say that you would be my favorite peach in the world right now, is that a thing? Yes. You know, you have a basket of peaches, and every peach is a person. You know, you could spend forever sorting through those peaches and say, well, this one has a small blemish, a bruise. It looks very tasty and very juicy. But I bet I can keep digging through this basket of peaches until I find another one that is perfect. Newsflash, there is no perfect peach. <laughs> you're, you're right, Mark. Maybe, maybe I'm just afraid of... Can we stop standing up? Let's... You know, it I, just I, feels like the next thing... If I sit down, I settle. <laughs> if I sit down, I'm settling into the situation. Well, I think maybe we should settle down. We're, it just does not seem reasonable that we're at each other's throats to this amount. Okay? Let's sit in these seats. As, uh, let, let's stop feeling like we're about to have to run a race against each other. <laughs> and 
actually talk a little bit about what the real issues may be, okay? <laughs> you feel right. like All right. you can't put on a show? Okay. All right, let's just, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead, get some Mountain Dew, I'm going to find the tumblers, let's just calm down a little bit. That is, you're preaching to the choir, right? Let's calm down. Okay? I'm seated. Do I look like a monster? <laughs> you know, it, 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 <laughs> how am I always the bad guy? I'm the beta male. I am not, I am never the bad guy in any situation. At worst, I'm the disappointing guy in every situation. <laughs> well, good. I don't want a bad guy. I don't, I don't want a villain. Really? Really. really? Marco? Marco? Marco. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marco, Marco, Marco. You're an extremely insecure beta male. If you were a real Th beta that's male, redundant. you would just suck it up. No, you'd suck it up. But you've got these little passive-aggressive jabs. <laughs> What's, I mean, what is this? I love you, and it's freaking He gives an amazing back rub. It is platonic. He dispenses them to the gentleman in the office as well. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was completely that we went there together, and you made me get a back rub from your ex-boyfriend. That was just... We, we went out on two dates. It was never a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. And it was an amazing back rub, right? He unlocked yeah, that pressure great. point. <laughs> I was, uh, I'm just, I love you so much, and it freaks me out because I haven't okay. been this. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to unpack some comic books. That, that always helps me. <laughs> Organizing shit always helps me. Uh, and I'm not turned off by that. <laughs> so. One of the you reasons. You should lock this down while you can, okay? <laughs> I mean, gain some confidence in your penis, all right? What, what, what's that mean? It just means that every time that we have a little bit of a wrinkle, you, you, you shrink back into your shell of like, oh, no, I'm a beta male. You can't count on me. Everyone is superior to me. Of course you want Marco. When you put it like that, I sound like an idiot. You're a very smart man, and you're also an idiot. This is... What? All right. Yeah, pull those <sighs> Get yourself a little do. Pull those comics out. And realize that I love both the man and the child. <laughs> and I have confidence in your penis. <laughs> oh, it could be that... Oh, my God! I know you're gonna you feel pretty lucky right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm just afraid you're gonna put this on your blog, and everyone's gonna know about it. You're gonna Tumblr it. You're gonna tweet I it. I will only use the initials of our first names. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me, let me get your boxes out of the way first. Where do you want the dolls? Top of the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our time. <laughs> Since I first started playing Big Yellow Bus. Yeah, yeah. Which was what? Five, six years ago? Yeah. Yeah. When did we I'm, not very, I'm not much healthier. Yes, and five <laughs> years ago. Yeah, six, yeah, five or six years ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's funny, you know, because it was, that was at a time when I was like really 
you know, I, I was only had only been in town for a year, year and a half or so, and, um, you know, I, I for the whole first year plus that I was here, I, I didn't play shows because I just wanted to play classes. You know, it was kind of like, the, so the, when I finally started playing shows, it was this strange thing where the playground like immediately started using me for things. You know, and it was like it, it was just a great place for opportunity, and then. However, I don't even really remember how that happened. Well, it's funny that, Jordan, you're being so humble. How many years did you improvise back home before you came to Chicago? Thirteen. Uh, oh, I just came to Chicago, and I don't know how it happened. <laughs> oh. well, but, I mean, you know, the, th- the thing about that is that, you know, it was, it was, it was kind of a different skill set. And, you know, I was not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like socially like kind of an awkward person, I think. You know? No, I'm that guy. You are fun. Well, I, I, I don't know, maybe, but, you know, like, there were the people that I went through classes with at I.O. Were, uh, were playing shows a lot more rapidly because they were taking advantage of the, the opportunities that, that were out there. And I don't really know how, how it happened because I wasn't auditioning for things, and I think maybe I, I played some Chicago Sachet Company shows at the playground, and, like, Barbera was like, oh, you seem fun. Why don't you play with Mustang? And then maybe Lisa asked me to play. Uh, yeah. At, at that time, we were doing lots of guests, rotating guest slots. And then every time you came on, you brought the heat, like you did here. Uh, and we just loved having you because you bring something different. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's, uh, and, yeah. So again, your streak of calling me a sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know, it's funny because I think that, it, that, uh, that probably the, the way that our relationship has evolved is it has – you know, it's kind of it's it wasn't always like that. You know, I mean, I, one thing I will say is that I, I I believe myself to be a respectful person, and so you know, in improv, you don't care who your years with you on stage; you just don't. You know, every time you play, you're just you at that point in your life playing at that point in your life. So like, there's no way I was gonna s- stroll into Chicago and be like, I know how to do all this already. You know, like that's fucking naive. So playing that show it, it, I was playing with people that own the show and they know what they want the show to do so I think that you know I was pretty I was I played hard I played as hard as I could but I was fairly deferential and it was only like through the years as we've gotten to know each other and like developed more of a friendship that I have gained more comfort in making you feel as awkward as possible <laughs> on stage because I, I yeah. hope that you feel like that's a sincere oh, yeah. form of uh form of, of like comfort like i would never do it to make you look bad but oh. i would do it to um i think i think you know that you have a, like you if i may i think that you have a real fascination with kind of like uh the more sort of uh theatrical dynamics of a scene mm-hmm. like the scene that we just played i think is typical of the scene that you enjoy playing with heavy emotional things to work at like it seems like you seek to play crumbling relationships you know (laughs) that's my life (laughs) and so so that that i i i think that that's the, the kind of thing where like you can really be dragged into an undertow of like intensity there and i just like fucking with you to like snap you into dealing with something else you know because i because because it's fun. It's, yeah. fun. it's fun. It's fun for me, but I actually really sincerely appreciate how much you seem to enjoy having me fuck with you. Uh, for yeah. those of you who haven't seen, when I used to perform all the time, uh, I, I think there was a streak of like eight shows where Jordan made me a pedophile or a pervert <laughs> or a creepy guy. And 
in my defense, it's because he would wear, he'd show up to shows with like a fucking dusting of a mustache <laughs> in like all black clothes. It would be like black t-shirt, open black dress shirt, stained or ripped, and jogging pants. You know? like, I mean, you know, it's sort of, it's, it's, for me, you know, honestly, it was. And I'd be playing against some skinny guy with like uh, hipster glasses, pink pants, <laughs> but, like a way too tight polyester shirt. It's totally cool with me, though, too, when I get, when, you know, I mean, yeah, obviously that's me, I'm making that choice. Yeah. But if someone chooses, <laughs> <laughs> chooses to rip me for that, like, you know, or use that, like, I, I've got, I think that's the thing that we, that we share in common is that I think we have an appreciation. Uh, and an ability to laugh at ourselves, right? Yeah. You know, for the ways that we are kind of ludicrous. And I realized, you know, hey, I I like that kind of... I want to look like I play keyboards for 70 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. But I also realize it's inherently ridiculous. <laughs> so it's okay if I get get ripped for that. And I think that that's the, the thing is that, like, it's just, a, it's just an opportunity for me to shake you and I feel like you can deal with it, you know? So having said all that, I think that, you know, that's m- maybe a lot of the backstory of us but I think it was it was fun in this scene for me to not not necessarily do that to you I mean maybe I, I don't know we should talk about it like whether you felt like I was subverting your goals or not but for playing what I would think is a scene that is within your wheelhouse the emo- the crumbling relationship mm-hmm. you know m- male female you know sort of like oh this is this is where our problems are this is going to be bleak thing you know, I could, I think that the button that, that I have pushed a lot on you is really like, you know, driving it almost, you know, I hate to say it, but almost like a mar- marginalization by yeah. laying those heavy things on you. And it just didn't, I felt like, uh, I don't want, I think our relationship, our playing relationship has more breadth than that, you know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't, mm-hmm. we have fun doing that, but it doesn't yeah. always have to be that. And this time I really felt an opportunity to kind of like, subvert your intent by actually being more supportive than perhaps you expect <laughs> you know i mean like that that and so i don't know if that was frustrating or not or not but i really felt like the way that it started there was a, a lot of conflict between us but you know the the thing i always kind of say when i'm like coaching people is like it's fine to fight you know like natural we want to be naturalistic right and it's totally fine to fight as long as you care about the person that you're fighting with more than you care about the fight, you know? Otherwise, there's no reason to do it other than say, fuck you and leave, mm-hmm. you know? It, and so often, I feel like I see these scenes where people fight, and it's so obvious that you're just watching two people improvise because they're manufacturing a litany of fake things to prove why the other person's wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, that's not so interesting, I think. And it was, for me... You know, I, I had a feeling of who we were as these people, but but it it felt like there's a real opportunity to like have a, a like a healing moment. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if we'd gone this far, then like there was a reason that we we got there, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, Absolutely. so I, I don't know what. How did that feel to you? Did, were you? Were you were you frustrated? No, that no, it wasn't, absolutely that it wasn't not. Dark, darker. Yeah. That, dark, but, no, that, you know. no. It's uh literally. I have not. Other than this past Monday or a week or two, I haven't performed in easily half a year because I've been focusing mostly on directing. So I hear a suggestion like, ah, just make a strong emotional choice. And because I play with you, I'm like, I know 
Whatever I choose, you'll find something <laughs> and twist the knife, and we're off. <laughs> so I am absolutely fine. As long as I know where I'm coming from, I'm happy. Uh-huh. Uh, and having you surprise me is the best part, because I'm literally just reacting like, ah, oh, okay, ah. Yeah, well, so it's not frustration. It's just like literally like, ah, this is awesome. Yeah, because it was, it was, you know, it was fun. T- it was actually really, I mean, it was super fun to me. Not that I mean, I'm not sure that I was the the most sympathetic person in the world, but I felt like I was a, you know, it was some real version of me as as a, as a as a woman. But I was like, as an improviser, it was really fun for me to not let you fail. You know, <laughs> yeah, like to to pursue trying to make you. <laughs> you know, so uh, and so that that's good if that was. But I, you know, I realize that sometimes we can have goals as performers where like we feel like we know where we want something to go, but it's it's a little chilly, right? So like that was. I'm happy to hear that that was okay for me to subvert yeah. you in that way. Oh, we're pl- when we step on stage, we're playing together. Wherever it goes, it goes. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I do really enjoy about. You you take things. <laughs> you take things really well. <laughs> well, John Lutz uh, said back when he used to be a teacher here, it's like, if you're going to be a victim in a scene, be the biggest fucking victim you can be. And he was once in a scene where they said, retarded lawyer, come up here. Oh, wow. and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and he went up there. It was with Jim Carlson and uh, Craig Euler. And he played the hell out of that retarded lawyer. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, and he killed because he just took it. Whenever he played a victim, he's like, yeah, just brutalize me. It's worth it. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, but probably, you know, I, I mean, having not seen it, I think probably one of the things that maybe works about that, though, is that you can't have distance, right? Like, you can't have distance from what you are because in any situation. Because I think, you know, no matter what gets laid on you, if you're not that thing for real, then you're holding it up as an object of mockery, you know? It's it's commentary rather than existence, you know. And so, like that that does sound like a, something that I would not be eager to see in a show, right? But if I saw someone play that in a show with an ounce of fucking dignity, you know, then then it could be transcendent, you know. And, and I kind of feel like that's the the thing that we that we that's kind of our obligation as performers as improvisers is to. Is to to make sure that when we when we play something, we're not putting it it, it you know as a point on a triangle where we have our audience at one point and we have ourselves at, at another point and then we have this thing that we're projecting as the third point saying like look at this, I I think this about it and so I'm going to make you feel this way you know that's fucking manipulation and it's not sharing an emotional experience which is what I, what I think we we should be doing, you know? I mean, like, I'm a big believer in this being, a, being like, a really kind of emergent experience in, in communal thought, you know? And that, that means that we have to absorb the things that we put out there and, and really experience them rather than, you know, kind of just then treat it as something that's pantomime, you know? And so, that, I mean, so that's why, why I like... I think that's why I like the, this scene or why, you know, uh, on recent podcasts, I think I've been playing a lot of kind of slice of life scenes and it, they feel weird when we play them because it's uh, most of the t- it always, maybe I have one other person sitting there, but never uh, do, uh, do, is there really an audience? And so 
the kind of the beats of two people experiencing each other are not really perceptible, you know, um, as much as they were kind of in this environment. And so those things don't naturally feel funny because they're just two people relating to each other. And then I fucking sit there at work listening to it, knowing my mom is listening to something. Oh, being like, oh, your mom's going to listen to this? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, She's like, no, I, I swore I, everything. I, oh, <laughs> believe me, you know, I will have a conversation with her where I not only swear, but introduce pretty vile concepts. <laughs> She's a fantastic lady. So, And I also kind of think that's how I go about doing this podcast is I'm like, well, you know, like, this is, a, this is an academic record of, like, trying to examine what we're doing. Um, for me to capture scenes with people I really enjoy watching or, watching or playing with or both, and then, you know, kind of like it's a, I'll listen to it, my mom will listen to it, and nobody else has to. <laughs> it, and if anybody else does, it's really kind of a, a kindness, but it's all, you know, this is all theory. I'm pretty sure I saw your podcast mentioned on the improv subreddit of Reddit. So it's out there, man. Weird. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah, there's, well, I don't know. I'm not going to sit up here and try and suck my own dick. Um, (laughs) So, uh, but, um, yeah, so, so, like that, that, you know, kind of like I think this, these, these slice of life scenes, it's, it's interesting to me that they're showing up more, you know, like, less like outrageously situationally funny things and more like kind of um you know things where it's just two people like having a conversation about about a moment in their lives you know so and it's really making me appreciate how much how just how rewarding that can be you know that's the dog the dog went out so um so the, uh, I love that dog. Yeah, that I love that really dog. Good. That was perfect. No, it was awesome. I, uh, it's, yeah, I made Walt do that because it's totally acoustic tonight. <laughs> no stops, no edits, everything that we would normally do. Uh, it's, we're, we're doing without the aid of uh, computers or devices, except for recording this, and then Walt also talk, keeping time on his uh, on his timepiece. Um, so, uh, so, so that means we're just about out of time, man. I'm sorry. I know that I've done like all of the fucking talking, but uh, and who doesn't enjoy it? Though? Uh, there's probably some people. Um, uh, but, uh, but you know, again, it's like a fucking railroad. You, you just like I did it with John Reynolds on my last one, where like I get excited talking about something, and it just I'm like, I've got opinions. <laughs> Hold tight. <laughs> so, uh, since. Since we're just about out of time, then um, was there anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get a chance to, or anything that was in, in your mind? Uh, well, I'll talk about where I'm at right now, and this sure. may or may not relate to your audience. Uh, sometimes taking a step away helps you put things into focus. I put I took the last two years off and just hardcore worked on directing, and uh, this last week I realized I want to go back to being a performer. Uh, and not just a performer, but a student. Something about taking classes again, maybe working with people I respect as directors. Not they don't have to be like my generation. Like, who are people excited about who are younger, improv wise? Yeah, and just, and just that's all horseshit anyway. People yeah. are good. Yeah, people are good no matter what. People are good no matter what. Even know? if they have thirteen years somewhere else, mm-hmm. pretend that they're <laughs> fresh on the scene. Well, you know, uh, well, people are good no matter what. And <laughs> if, if 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 one sidebar. If you're a young teen, then, and you see someone is good, and maybe they haven't started coaching yet, fucking get them to coach your group because they will, c- 
commit to yep. you. You know, uh, and that that is like the secret is that if you get a fucking veteran, they will be no better than that newer person, <laughs> and no more valid, and they won't give you the they won't give you your time. You know, it's worth forming that bond. So, so that, and then also, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, my experience moving here was that that yeah, I didn't perform. I didn't perform for a year. I just took took a year of a year plus of classes. And it was like the most, I'm so, th- I'm like, you know, you see me around a lot and I'm fucking tired because I'm, I'm doing stuff all the time, but I'm also really happy. And like people, so there a woman at Subway today went, mm-hmm. said, behind the, making sandwiches went, you seem like you're someone in the movies. <laughs> and her, her, her reason was, um, cause you, you're just happy. People aren't happy. <laughs> like, wow, that's a shame. Um, but, but the 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 point of that is that it that happened to me because of that year I took off. You know, I I was doing I was doing four shows a weekend in North Carolina, and you know came up and 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 just focused on the craft, and it made me realize how um how how lucky I was to have that opportunity, and it just that energy goes somewhere. So I did a lot more like writing music and drawing and just thinking about things. And so, so I, the point is, yes, I agree with you. (laughs) Some, some distance is good. Um, you know, and it doesn't mean you have to stop being an artist, you know, which it's feels creepy to call oneself. But I think just this year, I think I'm going to start. I think I feel okay about it. I think I am. I think maybe I'm an artist. Maybe definitely an academic. <laughs> cool. You good? I'm good. All right. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, let's uh, let's thank the upstairs gallery one more yeah. time. <laughs> well, Alex, Ben, you guys have been great. This is so, so fucking great that you've done this. Um, you know, hopefully uh, this will set a decent precedent for maybe it happening again sometime. Um, and uh, it's a real honor to be sharing the night with Mark Cleland's Poor Choices Fun yeah. Show. I'm. I'm a, I'm a wet little foundling with this thing, and he's he's a historically significant and important part of this whole scene and the Chicago no. podcasting. So, yeah. Uh, so if if you're not here, make sure to hop over to Poor Choices and download the very last show with him because I think it will be extraordinarily less um, possessed of me talking. Than not. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>